Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome in. And uh, for those of you that have the day off, there are a lot of governments and stuff that are closed because of the Veterans Day holiday tomorrow. Uh, we're here, though. Yeah. Hanging out today on a Friday. Boy, you drive into the parking lot, you'd think we were closed, too. We're it, not. It feels like and seems like it's been that way um, a lot on Fridays. Yeah, you noticed lately. that. Uh, I think, yeah, we're getting into that end of the year thing where it's just those doldrums and everybody's looking for, okay, how much vacation do I have left? Yeah, Friday sounds good. <laughs> In other words, well, we're just hanging out, though. It's all right, though. Um, <laughs> it is because Veterans Day is tomorrow and today is the day that uh, for companies that have it as a holiday – um, have you ever had Veterans Day as a holiday? No. In any company that you've I've, worked for? I've worked in radio my entire life, so no. Uh, they, yeah, they, radio in general looks for any excuse they can to pretend anything isn't a holiday. <laughs> so um, for a while, I worked for Regent Communications. I, I worked for the same radio station in Illinois for 10 years. And over that time, it was... Um, bought and sold six times oh. you just it, it just it just became a thing like once a year it just kind of changed hands and so for a while we worked for regent communications which at the time was not known as being a radio company it did other stuff but this was kind of their first foray into radio anyway they did 12 holidays a year <laughs> and veterans wow. day was one of them what, yeah. it's like living a dream like, um, can you name 12 I think I, I, you know, it was everything you could think of. Yeah, like when it gets down to the point where you're getting flag day off, then right. yeah, it's, it's kind of silly. But yeah, it's funny because the smaller the company, the smaller the radio company, the more you tend to get, which seems like it would be the opposite. When I worked for CBS, we got three. We got Thanksgiving, wow. Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Day, and New Year's Day. That's it. You didn't get Fourth of July? No. Are you wow? Yeah. Okay. No, it was those three, and that was the entirety of your your holidays. Everything else you were supposed to quote unquote negotiate more vacation for. Okay. Yeah. Way um, to go, CBS. The Tiffany Network. The Tiffany Network. Oh yeah, that was their that was their their slogan from back in the day. Oh. Um. Yeah, and the nice thing about it is that particularly in the newsroom, we worked most of those holidays. So if you worked, because it's okay, you never you mind working more. President's Day. Well, we used them as holidays or as comp days. Oh, we used them yeah. as extra days off, usually. Just trade them for other stuff, sure. Yeah, and so that was not a bad, uh, not a bad way to go. So um, I had to look up yet again, and I still don't know the etiquette on the appropriate greeting for Veterans Day. It is a little strange, yeah, to try to, I mean, it's, 
it's a little, I think, more troublesome on Memorial Day because you're yeah. talking about, you know, the, our nation's war dead. But I, yeah, I, I think Happy Veterans Day is is appropriate. Uh, if somebody wants to correct us on that, feel free. Yeah. Nothing that I found sounds right. <laughs> yeah. You're inviting the text line to correct us? Wow. Uh, <laughs> Make a suggestion <laughs> is what I'm offering, <laughs> is what go. I'm asking. I'm you're right. Say, that's brave. Um, <laughs> it's 10.07 and I'm already but, but, in trouble. But to all, I mean, in advance, granted Veterans Day is tomorrow, but in advance, thank you to everyone who has donned the, uh, the uniform of the United States military for doing what you did in our proxy. It, it is most appreciated. Whether you served in wartime or not doesn't matter. You you were available to do so, and we appreciate that. There are lists everywhere of deals and discounts and, and all that kind of stuff, more so than usual. I mean, I, I think we know that veterans often, if you show your military ID, often will get discounts here and there. But today, the list is pretty long. Yeah, and, and thank you to the folks at Fox 4 and I'm sure all the other TV stations and radio stations who have put together lists like this. But a lot of it is food because, I mean, that, that's kind of the easiest way to get that appreciation across. And the fact is, if you're here in town... You can go from breakfast to dinner and never pay for a meal, which is great. So for folks in my favorite one of all of this, I love it when they try to theme things. At IHOP, tomorrow morning between the hours of 7 a.m. and 7, actually, yeah, you can do it all day, so between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. For some reason, I thought it was noon was the cutoff, but it's not. You can get a free stack of red, white, and blueberry pancakes, although you oh must show proof of military service. So... Um, it goes from that mission. Barbecue is giving away free sandwiches to veterans. Starbucks will give you a coffee. White Castle uh, is also, I mean, we don't have any around here, unfortunately, but Red Robin has a special menu. That's another thing. A lot of the places that are on this list are doing, you can select from our special Veterans Day menu if you are a vet or you're active duty military. Uh, don't know what's on that. But, I mean, then there are ones, and I hate to pick on anybody because they're doing something. Mm -hmm. Dunkin' Donuts. Participating Dunkin' Donuts locations are giving veterans and active military a donut. At least that's an easy thing to just go in and get. Yeah, but a donut? <laughs> what does a donut cost? I mean, it's, it's nice of them to do anything. I shouldn't pick on them. It's great. But, I mean, half a dozen maybe? You know, a, a thing of 20 munchkins? We, we could do a little better than, here, here's your donut. Thanks. <laughs> or donuts and coffee, maybe. <laughs> there like, you go. Give them, give them breakfast or something instead of just the donut. Krispy Kreme is, in fact, giving a donut and a cup of coffee. So oh, boy. If that Big makes spender. your decision for you. yeah. The, the, the downside of that, of course, is that you have to drink Krispy Kreme's coffee. But, you know. Is it bad? It's not great. It's not my Duncan favorite. Dunkin' has really good coffee. Dunkin' does have really good coffee. Mm -hmm. um, and Krispy Kreme tried a few years ago. They they introduced different varieties and stuff. And then you get to choose from four bad coffees instead of just one. <laughs> so Dunkin' is one of those that's good enough that I buy that by the bag. Like, I buy oh, that yeah. in yeah. the store because it's – it's I it's so – I make coffee in a snobby way, but it means I can buy cheap coffee to do it. The French press and thing, yeah. The French press and, and the mocha pot will change your life. But um, so Duncan is in the low price range of coffee that when you put it through the French press is amazing. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and the other thing with Duncan is you can get, they have the boxes of coffee. Yes. The, you know, of, of actually, you know, coffee that's already set up. And I know a lot of guys who are out on work sites and things like that, they'll stop at Duncan, get three or four of those things that keep you going through the day, especially today. It's chilly today. 
Get your coffee. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at the text line and somebody said, have you priced a Dunkin's donut donut, you donut? <laughs> and I, I just I admire what that took. That that took some work. It's a lot of donut. To get that done. But yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you to everybody who is doing something nice for the veterans and for the active duty military. It's appreciated. I think we're going to get some insight on the uh, happy Veterans Day or what the appropriate greeting is. Oh, good. Alan's in Parkville and he's got some info for us. Hello, Alan. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, appropriate response is thank you for your service. There Nothing you go. Else is needed. Are, are you thank yourself you a veteran? Yes, sir. Well, thank you for your service. Alan, not to be guys. picky about it. Can I ask, though, what if you want to say, like, how do I introduce a segment on the air? How, how do I greet? What's the greeting? You know what I mean? Um, like, I would say happy 4th of July or Merry Christmas except for happy. And, and, you know, it's just about the respect. It's not about happy or or anything else. It's just respect paying respect today how about that you got it and we could all use a little bit more of that alan thank you very much you bet have a good day guys yep, you do the Bye. same take care i respect the response it doesn't answer my question <laughs> <laughs> you, you want a thing to be able to say well the good news is tomorrow's saturday so yeah i mean yeah we kind of have to worry about it today but again thank you to everyone who put on the uniform and it's interesting too if you're out and about tomorrow do you ask someone, like, if under what circumstance would you ask someone, hey, did you serve? You know what I mean? To make sure that you are paying that respect as much as you can. Yeah. Well, and, and for places that are giving things away, I don't blame them for saying, you know, proof of military service is required. Because you're going you're gonna to have, I would assume, a VA card or something like that, even yeah. if you served a long time ago, that there would be something that you would be able to show. But I would be willing to bet that few of them are actually going to check. If you say, I'm a veteran, I served in the Air Force, uh, can I have my free donut? I would like to think that they're not going to stand there and go, all right, come on, show me. But as somebody pointed out on the text line, people are jerks. Oh, people will And they will take it. advantage of it. Yeah. And so um, do you remember us doing the story maybe a year or two ago about the woman that, or it was a guy, I can't remember, but wrote an article they tried to go out and get every freebie they could get for their birthday that was offered. Oh, like cool. anyone that offered something free for their birthday because they wanted to see like how difficult that was and yeah. if it was really a good value. We all sign up for stuff and you put your birth date in and you get all these coupons and all that kind of stuff. And th that person spent their birthday attempting to take advantage of every single one of those that they could and then wrote a big thing about it about who made it the easiest yeah. and who offered the best deals and who didn't and it was just an interesting <laughs> an interesting read so yeah. if i've got to pull out a, a military i don't have one i did not serve just to get that out there but if i had to pull out a military id to get that donut i mean come on yeah really if it costs you a few donuts that didn't go to people who are veterans even though that's a horrible thing for somebody to claim that didn't actually do it eh, come on rather than hassle somebody over it i would rather see it go that way james in kansas city is maybe going to solve my problem hi maybe. james what's up man uh i just want to say salute to veterans day for everybody we appreciate you guys man that's that's how you got to say it salute to veterans day you feel me i like that one too i like that that's excellent I like that. Salute go. the Veterans Day. That's Thank you, cool. James. Yep. Yep. Take care. The word salute is a good one. I like that better than happy.
Salute is good. Yeah, and we see that a lot now. The, like the salute to service uh, weeks in the NFL and all of that. That that's uh, that's becoming more and more common. So you're right. I mean, Happy Veterans Day does sound kind of bumpy and weird. It's like, well, you put your life on the line. Happy day. Well, especially because my dad was in the army and is no longer with us. Yeah, it, it's a it's a weird thing for me to say out loud. Um, so, but you want to be able to say a thing that's not clunky and this is a first world problem by the way it just it was something that i looked up before we went on the air like what's the appropriate thing to say so that i don't offend people definitely always a concern never want to offend people <laughs> the best that you can you're not going to be able to avoid it it doesn't <laughs> matter i mean you actually said a thing so you know somebody's going to be offended all right let's get to one more call here uh and then we'll take a break and we'll move on hello diane hey guys hey there i wanted to tell you I feel like I should be able to get veterans freebies because I've been in two wars. One of them was for like eight years, got rid of him. Then the other one was about, oh, 20 some years around there. And he's gone. So I feel like I ought to be able to declare two wars. <laughs> Bit of a slog, was it? Okay. All right. So do you think I ought to be able to? get any rewards for having those two wars? I don't think those are going to count. Oh I mean, <laughs> I I appreciate the sentiment, and I'm sure it felt that way, but yeah, I don't think you're going to get a free donut. I'm sorry. Well, that's my luck, you know. Thanks, Diane. Oh, Diane. Oh, Diane. Text line, be nice. I'm glad she said it and not me. Text line, be nice. Don't jump all over. <laughs> a little bit in bad taste. Love you, Diane, but wow. Text line, be nice. I love jokes that are in bad taste. We know, but it's, but it's, I know, I know, but it's veterans day. Well, bad taste almost. is one thing, but, but this is, this is a different thing. Yeah. And, and keep in mind, I mean, this is, uh, you know, veterans day was made veterans day very late after, I mean, cause it was originally armistice day, right? That was the day that world yeah. war one ended 11, 11 at 11 AM, yeah. um, which is way too many 11s, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately, the World War One veterans have all since passed, but there are still a few. And I've made mention of this before. There will never be somebody with a World War II veteran hat at a restaurant that pays for their meal while I'm in the building. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely one where you want them to let us know for yeah. sure. All right. Uh, thanks to everybody for getting here. Uh, we're going to switch gears coming up. I feel like this is a story that we do maybe every six months. This has happened again, this time in Oklahoma, where police go into a house. There's a standoff at a house. They think there's somebody inside hiding. Turns out there's not. Leaves the house a disaster. Guess who ends up having to pay for it? We'll get to the story coming up here on KMBZ. All right, we go to Stillwater, Oklahoma for this next story where police are looking for a guy who had warrants out for a couple of different things, burglary and robbery. This guy's name was Lewis Bearden III and thought he was in this home and the connection between the guy they were looking for and the home that they went to was this guy had previously dated the woman that lived there with her two kids. We've heard this story before. So police are convinced he's inside and there's this huge standoff and police eventually go inside and they rip this place apart looking for him. Yeah, and, and he's the, not there. Right. And the thing to know about this is that the ex-girlfriend has two children of her own. So she's living there with her two kids. She's renting the place, which will come into play here in a minute. She's running the place and the police show up. At some point, she and the kids end up outside. 
So I don't know if they showed up and said, everybody in the house, come out with your hands up or whatever, you know, to use like the TV trope. But she ended up outside with the kids and they told her, we have information that the bad guy we're looking for is in the house. She said, no, he isn't. Now, granted, they can't take her word for that. She wouldn't be the first person to cover for a bad guy. So they said, well, we're going in. And she said, here, here's the keys. Go ahead, go in, look around. You'll find he's not there. They didn't take the keys. They broke into the house, smashed the door, broke windows, did all kinds of damage inside, tearing the place apart, looking for the guy who was not there. So even though she had handed them the keys, they decided that wasn't good enough. They didn't want to, I don't know, maybe they thought they were walking into a trap. But they didn't do it, and and they broke into the house, did massive amounts of damage, not only to the home itself that she was renting, but to her property. They broke the kids' beds and yeah. and did just broke massive. Broke a TV. Broke a TV. Clothes and are rip, everywhere. Right, walls are damaged. Ripped the clothes apart. So after they didn't find him, they just left. The police said, okay, well, sorry, bye, and they took off. Now- now comes the landlord who says, boy, you apparently associate with people who are not terribly savory, even though, again, he wasn't in the house, and says, uh, I'm going to evict you. You're out. So she has to now leave the house. And by the way, the homeowner that she was renting from says she's on the hook for the damage. I feel like laws need to change. No I, I, I said before, we do this story every six, every six months. Um, the famous one was the one out of California where the kid um, was, had shoplifted and the, and police, I want to say it was like Sacramento or something, where the kid ran into a stranger's house and police, that house looked like it was a war zone yeah. by the time police were done with it. And that homeowner was out of there for like two years while they uh, while they rebuilt. She's a single mom living paycheck to paycheck, obviously cannot afford the damage there. Renter's insurance probably isn't going to cover that if she's got renter's insurance in the first place. And she, you know, and she said, not only does she have to pay for the damage, but she said the stuff that she would have taken with her to reestablish somewhere is destroyed. The beds are broken. The kids don't have clothes. It was a mess everywhere. And she and police were asked why they decided to break the kids' beds among other things in the house. Like, did you think he was under the covers? I mean, yeah, yeah. why did you have to break the, the beds apart? In the bed frame or something, yeah. And Stillwater Police said, once we're inside, we're searching every possible location, trying to look through anything that could help find him. Okay, what do you do here? How do we... Um, somebody has to be on the hook for... Because I... I, I get troubled with this because occasionally, as we know, sometimes police just get the wrong house. Yeah. Sometimes they just get the address wrong. That should be her fault. Not to mention the fact that if she had resisted in any way, if she had said, no, you're not coming in my house, and they had a, a valid warrant, which I'm sure they probably did, then we would be talking about a very different story here. They said, we're going in. She said, here's the keys. And they broke in anyway. She said she, they didn't even take the keys from her. They just broke into the house. There was no reason to do that. And there was no reason to do the kinds of damage that they did, especially given the fact that he wasn't there. But for her now, I mean, if you look at it from the landlord's perspective, then 
because the police took took the action they did, he could make the assumption that she's you know fraternizing or or associating with bad guys. But she wasn't she wasn't his girlfriend anymore, and he wasn't there. Uh, by the way, they still have not found him. No. Um, and this was a couple of days ago. Yeah, I have questions about if you, and if you are a landlord, weigh in here nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Is there no version of insurance that would cover this? If you own a rental property, is there no version of homeowners insurance or anything that would cover something like this? Yeah, I mean, you could even take the redder part out of it and say if you're a homeowner and the police somehow figure that there's a fugitive inside your house and come in and wreck the place, I mean, does your homeowners insurance cover that? Because you would think that if you're a landlord, if your homeowners insurance covers that if you're the homeowner, you know, just and you live there, then it would also cover it if you're the landlord and and it's still your house. I mean, how can they just rip your life apart because they made a mistake and then come in and say, okay, well, we're not going to do anything about it. Sorry. Does she have to sue the cops now? Or does the landlord have to? Yeah. Like, what if she just doesn't pay it? Then what happens? What she, if she just says, I don't have the money? Which is likely because she doesn't have the money. I yeah. mean, she, now she's looking at having to, I mean, she's got no place for her kids to sleep. She's out on the street because she doesn't have any place to live. Well, she's not yet. She's being evicted. Mm-hmm. But you have rights and there's a certain amount of time that you can stay there before they actually evict you after something like this. But uh, there will come a time very, very shortly where she w- is potentially going to be out on the street. So now a mom who's living paycheck to paycheck is going to have to do the same thing she did here. First and last month's rent, security deposit, and get approved by a new renter or by a new landlord somewhere. Good luck. We have to get to a break here. If you have thoughts, 913-586-7798. Again, we'd love to hear from landlords just to give us some insight on, on how that would work. We'll take a break. We'll get to your comments next on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Phone number here, 913-586-7798. I have a couple of more details about this standoff in Stillwater, Oklahoma, about the sequence of events that led people, led police eventually to go inside. So this is a mobile home park uh, in Stillwater, and police are looking for a guy that's got warrants for robbery and burglary out of Lincoln County. They think he is in this mobile home. They contact the woman that lives there, which is the subject of the story, they contact other people. They can't get a hold of him. They can't reach him inside. Um, so, and this is the line out of KFOR. That is when the special operations team came in and administered tear, uh, tear gas through the windows of the home. After no movement for nearly two hours, they went inside. I didn't know the tear gas part. Yeah. And then they didn't find anybody. Um. Call me crazy. If you've administered tear gas and it's been two hours, what do you think? He's in there with a gas mask? Yeah, usually they're going to come out quickly. Uh, yeah. That's the point of tear gas. <laughs> right. Uh, I, now, having never been tear gassed, I don't know how well the average human being is able to handle that kind of thing. But if, I, I mean, they wouldn't call it tear gas, I don't think, if you were able to just kind of breathe that in and slough it off. So the woman that lives there now rents with her two little girls. They are now staying with family because the house is a wreck. They somebody just asked, why did they break the TV? Yeah. Like it's sort of like they just went all in all Rambo and just thought like power trip, you know? Yeah, that's what it sounds like is they just went in knocking stuff over and, you know, tearing stuff apart because I mean, the guy it's also interesting in this that the guy was wanted on felony burglary and robbery warrants. Now, Robbery can be a violent crime, but they didn't say armed robbery. They said robbery, which means face-to-face. -face. You're, you're stealing something from a person. Um, it's larceny plus assault. So in that case, you're not dealing with a murderer. You're not dealing with some guy who's on an eight-state killing spree. This is a guy who's, who's wanted for robbery and, and, and burglary. And this is what they do to this woman's house? For what possible reason? Again, in the case in Sacramento, that kid was wanted for shoplifting. Shoplifting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh. But it doesn't make it it doesn't make it more okay or less okay. Um, so her landlord has evicted her um, because she's probably in violation of her lease because of the damage to the place. And the landlord is going after her for what I cannot imagine is a high cost of the damage done. Because walls were broken. I mean, yeah. You know, the furniture and stuff is going to be on her, but there was damage to the place. Replace a door sometime. One, just one door. Like if your door on your house is old and cruddy and, and you know, leaky and there's cold air getting in, replace that. Yeah, uh, it's not cheap. So add to that all of the other damage that was done. And somebody on the text line asked, you know, what, what about that? Why is she saying the kids don't have any clothes? Well, tear gas for one. Mm -hmm. And you've got to figure that if they're going in and breaking TVs and breaking windows and all of the rest of this stuff that they're stomping all over the clothes pulling drawers out and and all of that it may not destroy them but it's going to make them unwearable for a while and they still can't find the guy yeah still on the loose considered to be armed and dangerous and she's standing there with the house keys going why didn't you just take these when i told yeah. you and just go in it's almost like did they want to surprise him you know and so they thought all the noise would make him come out of whatever wherever he was in there i mean a mobile home's not that big you were gonna find him yeah and two hours after the tear gas gets fired in i don't think it's a surprise anymore he knows yeah. you're out there to the person that just asked did she have any connection whatsoever to the suspect yes she ex -girlfriend. was his ex-girlfriend yes but not anymore
it, it still doesn't mean that she was hiding him or that he was there. No, and, and one of the kids, by the way, is his. Um, so, the, and the other one, we don't know. But she is a single mother now. But she said when they broke up, and presumably, I mean, maybe because of this, maybe because of his criminal behavior, that she said she cut off all ties with him completely. That she hasn't seen him, hasn't talked to him, that it was get out and don't ever come back. I, it is just hard to imagine. And again, we've had this happen so many times. Laws have to change. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, you assume they had a search warrant. You assume they had probable cause. Yeah. Probably because of their relationship, they had probable cause to think he was there. Yeah, well, they got a tip. If somebody somebody called them and okay. told them that, that he was there. Um, and whoever that person was, I mean, even that makes you wonder, really, all I've got to do, if I don't like my neighbor, all I've got to do is call the cops and tell them the burglary suspect is in their house and they're going to go in and rip their life apart? Yep. Wow. Uh, that that seems a little untoward. And, I mean, there's so much about this story. All of this could have been avoided if anybody had bothered to think. That's a good place to end the conversation. Um, so hopefully she will get help. This seems prime for a GoFundMe. Hopefully. Definitely. Hopefully she'll get help with that. Moving on here to the story out of Channel 9, uh, out of Lawrence. So about a month ago, a guy named Mike Rogers was named the chief financial officer of Lawrence Memorial Hospital. What they did not know at the time is that he was actually a convicted felon who had changed his name. They didn't know that when they hired him, and now he's been fired. Do we know what the felony was? Yes, okay, uh, he good. pleaded guilty in Oklahoma in connection to a fraud case involving an internet ticket scheme. Bingo. Okay, so that's that's what I was wondering about because this guy in this particular job, I knew it had to be a financial crime of some yeah. kind because he was hired as the CFO, as the chief financial officer. So, yeah, you'd want to know if your chief financial officer had committed a felony involving fraud, which apparently he did. Uh, but didn't tell anybody about it, and and I can't figure out who I'm more irritated with at this point, him <laughs> or the HR department at the hospital in Lawrence, because where were they? Here's what I don't know. Um, if someone, can you, if, if you change your name, is there any way, like, is there any way oh. that the HR department could have figured this out? Because he changed his name yeah. and applied for this job. Last name was Brunton before. I can't tell what the first name was, but he changed his name entirely. You'd have to. Well, you're. I hmm, somebody tell me because I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. When you change your name, I would assume your social security number stays the same. But he wouldn't be the first person ever to lie about his social security number either. So, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, the only problem with that is that you lose those chits you know, into your social security for years of work or whatever. But, yeah. but if you're trying to get the job and you don't care about that, then sure. I sort of wonder, I mean, um, you are going to submit references. You are going to submit a resume mm -hmm. and it's going to be under your new name so that they can't find <laughs> this, your convicted, fel your, your felony under your old name. So did they call references? They said they found, um, again, he got the job. It was after he got the job that they figured this out. Uh, the hospital said on October 26th, it became aware of inconsistencies with him. So I assume references checked out. I assume the resume checked out. 
Yeah, it, it must have, or they wouldn't but have hired how? him in the first place. But how do you do any kind of a background check unless they just didn't? Unless they figured, well, okay, given this guy's work history, he must be okay, and didn't even bother to do the background check. But if you're trying to hide your identity or hide something out of your past, I would bet that, that like this, you could probably do it for a while, mm-hmm. but eventually it's going to come clear that there's something wrong, that there's some kind of inconsistency on that. I want to go back to something you said. We'll get to the phones here in a second, because that idea of... Um, Oh, I'm, I'm trying to remember. You you put it perfectly and set me right up for it, and I can't remember what it was now. But uh, when it comes to to his past, you know, you change your name, you do all of these other things. You can make it harder for them to find the information. But at what point? Uh, it, what it came down to was changing the laws, because checking references and checking with previous jobs, they are so restricted as to what they yes. can say. That even if they knew you were a convicted felon, they might not be able to tell them that. But my only thought, you are calling about Mike Rogers. Yeah. And when you worked at Bank of Whatever, you had this other name. And if they So did you make everything up? Right. Well, and, and if he did legally change his name, but they found that out and said, No, we never had a Mike Rogers working. Oh, wait a minute. No, that, that guy changed his name. Here's his original name. Well, then you do a background check on that name too. This feels like an HR failure. Let's go to Ashley in Kansas City. Hi, Ashley. Hey, guys. This is a complete HR failure. I had my name changed legally when I met my dad. I was almost 18. I was 18 when my name got changed. If you run my Social Security number through any criminal, like I have to go to a police station and get a police, you know, a criminal record background check, it lists all my names that I've had through marriage, divorce, through uh, my made my original name when I was born, which was Smith. Um, but it pulls all those names. They did not pull either, a, and my credit report is the same way. It's all based on my social security number, which is very difficult to change, much more difficult than a name. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. The social security number is not going to change. But if he lied about it and just gave a phony one, that might be a little harder to track. Yeah, this I agree with Jamie. This is an HR failure. They yeah. either did not run him or they had a different social security number that was linked to somebody named Mike Rogers, maybe. But, yeah, my name, all of my names have been linked to my social security. In fact, I got pulled over by DOT. And the guy said, wow, you've had a lot of different names. And I said, yes, I have. <laughs> that's that's always name, an interesting I, one to try to explain to the cop. Yeah, because it showed up with my name was hyphenated when I met my dad and changed it. So it's got the last name that was hyphenated. The first name is a hyphenated. It's got all these different ones. It's even got them flip-flopped. Yeah. So there's it, they did not do something in their HR department that they should have done. Gotcha. All thanks, right. Ashley. Yeah, thanks, Ashley. That's kind of here's, what we were figuring. Here's what I'm going to guess happened is that nowhere along the way in the hiring process did they ask for a social security number. Because I don't know why you would necessarily. When you apply for a job, you usually don't put in your social security number. My guess is they didn't ask for it. Somehow he got people to lie for him in whatever resume he gave. And I'm going to guess the social security number came to light when he went to fill out paperwork to get paid the onboarding stuff yeah yeah because then he had to put it in in order to get payroll sure and that's when they're like hey wait a minute this is coming up under a different name yeah and then he was caught
Um, I, I'm going to ask a really dumb question here because it's one that I don't know the answer to. When you do a criminal background check on somebody, with whom do you do that? Like There are firms that do it for you. Is, is it always that, or, or can you cut out the middleman and go right to the source and go to the cops and say, can you run the Social Security number for me? Okay, that I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, that is a good question. I, I know that like when I was applying for teaching jobs forever and a half ago, they they hired an outside firm to handle the whole thing because it wasn't just a criminal background check. It was other it stuff. It was everything, yeah. And so they do everything. But if you're just getting a criminal background check, I don't know who does that. Yeah, because, I mean, I know there's a million places online that'll do it. You know, if you put in somebody's phone number, put in somebody's you know, name or social security number or address that will, for a fee, you know, seven or eight bucks or whatever, that will uh, do a, a background check and it goes through everything like that. So if it's that simple online and anybody can do it, I just I wonder about the veracity of those, though. The, you know, the mm -hmm. cheap chintzy ones that are online for eight bucks. I don't know how good they are. And it's scary because this is CFO of a hospital. Yeah. I mean, this is a big job with a lot of responsibility. And it was a financial crime, too. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so you assume the guy is smart. Uh-huh. Um, luckily, they caught this. Now, I don't know what, because um, they said nobody was ever in any danger and no wrongdoing was committed in the month that he was in that job. I'd be going through accounts, though. To make sure there wasn't any quick embezzlement or anything anywhere. Yeah. Uh, it just got some more information. There are a couple of big firms that do it uh, for for the background, but uh, you can also go right to NCIC. Okay. 913-586-7798. Uh, if you have theories here, again, it becomes as simple as to Ashley's point. If you get married, you change your name. Yeah. But you're still responsible for everything you've done up until that point. Yeah, well, I mean, like I've said before, I was born a Grayson, but my dad wasn't. You know, our our, our entire family name changed at one point in, uh, I think, the, the mid-50s. So, yeah, I, I, that, that thankfully is something I've never had to deal with because I've had this name since birth, but he did. If you want to get in, 913-586-7798. We'll get to your comments on this next on KMBZ. Real quick, Lawrence Memorial Hospital hired a CFO a month ago, uh, and they just found out that he's actually a convicted felon. Turns out he changed his name, and under the new name, I guess nothing turned up. But then there were some inconsistencies, and they find, and it was financial crimes that he was convicted of in the past. For a chief financial officer, seems like, yeah, you'd want to know that. Let's go back yeah. to it and bring in Alex, who's calling in from KCK. Hey, Alex. Hey, good morning, and thank you uh, for having me on. And I'm thinking there's a couple things here that are going on. Number one is when a big organization, a corporate structure, I don't care if it's hospital or whatever, they usually will go to somebody who has a management recruiting system where they will pick out somebody that has the qualifications that they think they need. But the board of directors usually has that decision to make about a CFO. So who drops the ball? And even if you change your name as a felon, if you put in a new name, they'll still list you as a felon, and they'll just put the new name in as an AKA because you can't you can't take your name off a felon. They, they they who I, I'm I'm just trying to find out like what the flow of information is. So you go to whom and they tell you, oh yeah, that guy's Mike Rogers now, okay. but he used to be this name and and he's a felon. Right. 
Right. Uh, back in the 90s, early 90s, I worked for management recruiters out in Overland Park. And, okay. and um, you know, we did uh, background checks on people for job positions. We did a lot of jobs for high school or not high college kids just coming into the market. But for a CFO, and he's got a financial felony, yeah. <laughs> somebody's doing something wrong at Lawrence Memorial Hospital. Gotcha. So, hmm, makes you wonder. That, uh, that is, so, yeah. Where the, is he going to be charged with fraudulently providing information to the hospital to get hired? What's going on? Is this a that's company? a good question. That's not in here, actually. All they said is that he was fired. Yeah, and and yeah. that's that's probably where they'll leave it. Um, Alex, yeah, we appreciate the info. I, that that does. I hadn't thought about it that way, but he's right. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. looking for somebody outside, if you're promoting from within, you already know. But right. it sounds like they didn't do that in this case. And he's right. There is another agency that's usually involved in that kind of a decision. It's headhunters um, and and recruiting agencies and things like that. And they should have known. Um, they initially placed him on administrative leave. His laptop was secured, so he couldn't access anything. Um, had no administrative access over banking accounts. No damage occurred. Um, it wouldn't surprise. It wouldn't surprise me if the hospital went after him for fraud, except that it might have been their fault that they didn't catch it. The, yeah, that they that they didn't notice. But I mean, if he lied about it, because I'm sure that even at that level, you're still going to be asked. You know, do you have any felonies on your record or whatever? And if you say no, <laughs> no. it's not their fault that they didn't catch it. You're still on the hook for fraud. But I'm sure that at this point, they're just happy that it only took a month to figure it out, and now he's gone. Absolutely. All right, coming up in the next hour, we have the winners of who's getting into the Toy Hall of Fame. We'll get to that coming up next on KMBZ. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.